This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for August 22nd, 2011, Episode 21, The Lost Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Sound Defense, who is actually recording his stem this time. Yep. This is the second time we're trying this podcast, because first time we did the whole first segment, and I had never hit the record button, because I am a moron. It only took us 21 episodes before one of us did that. We've we've made other mistakes before. Oh, we've made plenty. Plenty of mistakes before. But uh, so this first segment's going to be a little bit quick because we sort of spent a lot of time talking already and I'm kind of sick of talking already. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of talking. I have to take my cat <laughs> to the vet and all that. That, that, that stupid cat. He t- Today while I'm sleeping, he climbs up onto my bed. He throws up and then he just hops off. <laughs> I'm like, you jerk. <laughs> I love how your cat's trolling you. That's awesome. It's such a troll. So now I'm going to troll him, take him to the vet, give him a bunch of shots. <laughs> See how he likes that. You see the vets there is like, so what's wrong with him? He just needs shots. Yeah, just stick things <laughs> just in him. Just put needles in him and make him feel better. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna run through the uh we're gonna run through the news real quick. There's a lengthy uh, I said lengthy again, even though it's not really lengthy. Lengthy. No, it's not there very a, lengthy at all. <laughs> there is a uh, substantial in terms of importance uh interview with CEO of Harmonix, Alex Rogopoulos. What was revealed in this interview, Sound Defense? There were a couple of things that were revealed, I suppose. Um, I don't know if VidRhythm, you could say, is really revealed there. Well, the platform was revealed. That's Actually, it wasn't revealed here either. We've known that for a little while. Have we? Yeah. You I didn't know until this, uh, until this interview. Oh, you gotta keep that, up, man. Uh, that VidRhythm, for those who don't know, VidRhythm... <laughs> Uh, Harmonix's next project. I don't know if that's the official name or just a code name. Uh, it could be either one. Could be either. Uh, is their first effort on the iOS platform. Yeah, now, I think uh, Rock Band iPhone has existed, but yeah. I don't think Harmonix did it. I think it was someone else that Viacom had contracted to do. Yeah, some sort of port of something. Yeah, so this is Harmonix's first uh, actual effort on that platform. Yeah, and I wish I had an iPhone. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I Andro- could look Androids at it. Androids are pretty nice too, but yeah, but Androids aren't getting this. At least not at launch. They might port it over at some point. Maybe I hope they do. I'm I'm sort of curious to see what it is because, as far as I can understand, it's not really a game in the traditional sense. They they said it's closer to an app than a game, which makes me very curious. It doesn't make me curious. I, it also makes me excited because I like seeing Harmonix do new things because I right. think that they're really good at it. Yeah, absolutely. They they're really good at breaking new ground with mm. many things that they do. Yes, I think Guitar that, Hero itself. Yeah, I think uh I think some developers are good at breaking new ground. I think others are good at sort of perfecting things. Sort of when you look at, you know, as as sort of an example, you might look at something like Resident Evil Resident Evil 4 breaking new ground and the Gears of War perfecting what Resident Evil broke. Yeah, sort of thing or uh, like Infinity War taking a older genre and just making it awesome. Right. Yeah, or just mixing stuff. Yeah, so I, I'm really interested to see what they what they do. Um, real quick, 
Actually, let's just go into the rock band thing. Um, yeah, why not? So, I, I've seen, you know, I've seen, I've had my own doubts of rock band sales recently. Uh-huh. You know, I've been nervous. I've been saying, you know, I really hope that this holds up because I'm, I'm, I'm nervous that harmonics might not be making their money back on DLC at this point, especially yeah, with know. such big bands. Yeah, and after uh, Viacom ended up selling the company, maybe they realized that harmonics wasn't, you know, a big money maker, and it not be worth their time. Mm-hmm. But what did Alex Rogopoulos have to say about DLC and its uh, future sound offense? Uh, he said that DLC is actually a very big source of profit for harmonics, and uh, as far as I can tell, it's one of the ways that they really keep the series in the black is through downloadable content and people, you know, supporting the series for a long time. So and despite the large drop-off in music rhythm gaming over the past year or so, Harmonix yeah. is still managing to make a profit on DLC. I think that's really commendable. I think that is too. What's really commendable is Harmonix's commitment to DLC, which nobody has even come close to matching. Ever. No, their DLC commitment is astonishing. It's it like, really is. I I can't think of the last week in the past three years, or four years, three and a half years, where we didn't get new songs from Harmonix, which is I can only I can only think of one week period. What week was that? Where we did not get a songs. It was a, it was a Christmas week, I think a year after Rock Band 1 came out. Huh. They were like, yeah, it's Christmas. Bleh. <laughs> We need to take a quick break. Yeah, we're taking a bit of a break. It's Christmas. I think the week before was still alive. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Harmonix continues to be dedicated steadfast to the Rock Band platform, which is good news for all of us as Rock Band fans. Absolutely. They've got a bunch of DLC lined up. They're trying to get some you know big-name artists to lend their music to the service, keep it interesting. So DLC is going to stay strong, and so is Rock Band. Absolutely. And they say that uh, Alex Rapolis says that they have fairly ambitious plans on where they want to take the Rock Band franchise in the future, which has me excited. It makes me think that a potential uh, Rock Band 4 or Rock Band some sort of, uh, some sort of what do you call it, subtitle. Rock Band yeah. subtitle. Spinoff. Spinoff uh, could be in our future and could be something, you know, substantially different. I think so. I, th- I think that, you know, they're not going to abandon, you know, the plastic instrument gameplay because that's got so many people excited in the DLC but uh they they like to you know break new ground as we said and I my think phone's going off I can hear it damn it S- sounds like you're playing continue some, talking sort of Sonic the Hedgehog kind of thing <laughs> yeah continue talking anyway yeah the you know it's the DLC and the plastic instrument kind of gameplay that's still a big source of revenue and lots of people are loyal to them for that but they've they've always you know, been good at getting some interesting new ideas of where to what to do with music. So mm-hmm. I would like to imagine that they've got something you know completely mind blowing that nobody's thought of yet on the horizon, and I want to see what it is. Absolutely. I mean, I guess I'm gonna catch some flack for this, but I've, but I mean, rock, rock band has always been a lot better at announcing things than Guitar Hero has been, in my uh, opinion. Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna give you flack for that one. I mean, the internet will give me flack. <laughs> because the internet it just, is an endless source of flack. I mean, you look at what happened when Pro Drums was announced compared to what happened when, let's say, Expert Plus was announced. And I think the excitement was a lot more palpable when the Pro Instruments were coming out. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's because it's a bigger feature, but... 
I just feel like Harmonix has always been very, very smart with releasing things and trickling out information. I would say so. I mean, so like when when I first heard about Expert Plus, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited to see what they do because I love Rock Band, and seeing it change is only I'm sure going to make a change for the better. So yeah. I don't fear change. Damn Harmo- it! Harmonix is one of those studios who I think it's, they're going to have a lot of trouble screwing up. They they do. Uh, so much good with what they make that I'm excited. There's only really one other studio I think who does that, and that's Retro Studios. Like everything gonna, they touch turns to gold. I was gonna say Valve. Val- Valve, yeah, Valve. I'll I'll go with that. Valve is great. This week we have four Rhythm Authors tracks from varying time periods, although most of them are recent. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the gen- I think that's the general Rhythm Authors trend. We don't tend to author stuff from the 60s very much. No, that's not what I meant, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sound so, Defense, what is your first track for us this week? My first track is, uh, we're revisiting a band we authored a song for a long time ago. This is Audio Ammunition with their hip-hop tune, Honey's Taken Money. Taking my- Going to the club, honey, taking my money. Going to the club, honey, taking my money. Laughing so hard, cause they think that it's funny. I'm the latest rap star with a generic name. Gonna expose this, like I'm Valerie Plain. Got axe on, AE on my back. Paris slick fort, and I'm ripped like a tack. I bet you wanna know that I'm a pimp. I get more game than the Goodyear blimp. I see five foot honeys like the floating. And that was air. a sample of "Honey's Taken Money" by Audio Ammunition. I'm mistaken? What? What? What do you think, man? I mean, that song is sort of what I would expect from Audio Ammunition, based on War Against the Radio. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Except with, I, you know, there's a little bit less sort of uh, uh, sing-songy voice in the chorus. It's all just straight up hip hop rap. Yeah, it's more I, like club rap. There, there wasn't as much rock influence as there was in War Against the Radio. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but there is, like, like I said, there's a lot more sort of club electronica. Yeah, which is great when you compare it to the singer's voice. Imagine, <laughs> if you will, like the singer from She Wants Revenge trying to rap about honeys at the club. Yeah, it's it's a pretty great uh, juxtaposition of his of his voice and vocal style and sort of what he's saying. Uh, compared to sort of how how seriously the music seems to take itself, <laughs> I know it's the, the lyrics are just hilarious as well. Yeah, it's definitely a it's definitely a fun, just a sort of fun, lighthearted song that's not yeah. really difficult on anything. I mean, the drums are kind of would be fun because of the disco beat, but I mean, it's ultimately this is sort of like a novelty track that I think is is worth looking into if you're into you know sort of silly songs. Yeah, yeah it's 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 definitely I would call it comedy first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, if, if fun to listen to. Just absolutely fun to listen to. Yeah, uh, but definitely a contrast to their older song, which sort of surprised me because mm-hmm. that that song was you know rather intense. No, not not that intense, but it's sort of like hip hop, but it's a lot more rock influence, much more of a musical track as opposed to this, which is much more novelty. Yeah, as opposed to this, which is like sort of you know as we've as we stated before, it's it's much more electronica. And a lot less sort of guitars and drum 
patterns and all this other stuff. It's very much sort of like, you know, I'm going to rap over this loop. <laughs> so that's, you know, sort of a quick description of it. I think it doesn't really need much more than that. Yeah. It's, Cause it it's is a pretty simple song, but I, I do think that if you're into fun novelty tracks, this is totally worth looking into. It's only a dollar. Yeah, the sample speaks for itself. You you know what the song's like if you've heard that. Yeah, the sample definitely will speak for itself. Um, so at, you're, you're, that's, oh, sorry. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk over me. All right. <laughs> what do you got for us? My first track this week is a is a track by After the Burial. This is Your Troubles Will Cease and Fortune Will Smile Upon You. Taste of your troubles will cease and fortune will smile upon you. Sound offense, how much fortune is smiling upon you right now? Uh, fortune is not smiling upon me because my face has completely melted away. <laughs> it is sad. It is sad. Um, what about that track, Sound Offense? What really sticks out to you? That track, it's, that track is very heavily driven by the main uh, chugging rhythm that the guitar and the bass do and the drum is are echoing echoing on the bass drum and it's it's very powerful pervades the whole song it sort of dictates how most of it goes so. yeah um as i've mentioned many times before i am when i look when i listen to sort of hard screamy metal uh the thing that i really look forward to is to see what kind of comp- complicated rhythms they come up with and there are two distinct rhythms to this that repeat and both of them are really really cool yeah there's like one for the verse and one for the chorus basically Yes, exactly. And they're both super, super cool. Um, drums on this track are, are super, super fun. No matter if you get the double bass version or the normal bass version, there's fills. There's, uh, there's a couple fills, uh, throughout that are super, super tough. Like, yeah. Like, panic attack on speed is what I said when I was watching it. <laughs> yes. There's, there's definitely fills that are going to give you a lot of trouble trying to hit. Um, Guitar, I mean, bass doesn't really do anything except mimic the kick drum for the entire song, basically. Yeah, pretty much. The, uh, the guitar does that for most of the song, too, but it'll go off in its own direction every once in a while. Yeah, the guitar has some some really uh, really cool lead, I think, in the chorus. Is uh, where that lead is? Yeah, that's the chorus, I'd call it. Yeah. Um, and then it has two, two different parts that are sort of uh, different types of sweeps that uh repeat over and over again and that's you know hopo strings and lots of fun to play i think yeah one of them's really fast it's hard to hit too yeah one of them's definitely really is uh yeah definitely fast <laughs> so uh look into that if you're looking for a you know a tough metal track it's definitely that's you know definitely very uh rhythm based so, what's your second track for us this week sound defense i'm excited for the second track this week this is by uh well-known comedy troupe called Paul and Storm. This is Nugget Man. Led fast food chains in the 80s to develop and market a new bite-sized snack food made from mechanically recovered meat and anti-foaming products reconstituted meat slurry and extra chicken skin for its binding properties. Nugget 
Nugget Man by Paul and Storm. Mistaken, what what do you think? Um, when we got that song, I think pretty much everyone around here fell in love with it immediately. I, I fell in love with it right away. In fact, I'm so in love with it that right now I'm holding a chicken nugget. <laughs> and I'm going to eat it. So proud of you. Mm. Robert C. Baker would be proud of you. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> God. Um, about So... I'm not entirely sure what the sample of this song is. I don't know if it's inside the finish, the big finale of it. But I don't uh, believe that it is. I think it's in the middle. Uh, I think more when, of the slower gospel part. I think when people listen to uh, listen to the the sample, they might be confused as to why this song is final is you know sort of high tier on every instrument. Yeah, well, that's there's basically two phases to this song. One of them is a, a slower kind of uh, country esque kind of gospel part. Which is, uh, in that part of the song, mostly there are a couple instruments that shine, but then it breaks down into this really upbeat uh, church gospel kind of thing, and everything goes completely nuts. Yes, every single instrument just goes in absolutely insane. The keys go crazy, you know, the guitar is all over the place, even the bass has all these crazy sort of... Uh, bass is strumming so fast and everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the bass is like has really like quick strumming stuff and like over multiple frets. The drums have some super fast rolls uh, with a swing high or a swing ride at one point. Uh, all sw- like swing fills all over the place. It's it's intense. Yeah, and don't forget the vocals, which just goes on this yes. you know, hilariously awesome sort of high pitched warbling while there's a gospel choir chanting in the background. Yes, and uh, and uh, a uh, a sort of big rock ending type finish that is completely authored because we wanted to preserve those vocals until the end of the the end of the song yeah it's and so we ended up having to preserve everything and that's when everything is at its hardest basically yes and complete with a uh, a drum solo at the very very end uh which is super fun and totally possible i've i've seen it before it's not that it's not that severe <laughs> but yeah. uh it is pretty fun and, and really cool and just when it picks up tempo you just you know you want to stand up start clapping singing along it's it's oh, it's it, yeah Oh, nugget man! Oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely mm. fantastic. Mm. The song, most, it's you go. Yeah, well, for most like that's the ending phase of the song. But for most of the song, the uh, focus is really on vocals, keys, and drums. Mm-hmm. I would want to say, and it's not as high energy or anything. But the keys are really hard, and the vocals, you know, they've got some really great harmonies going on. And th- these guys are just really good. Uh, musicians and so mm-hmm. it's every single part of this song is worth checking out but the end is i think the most noteworthy part absolutely um during the slower bits at the you know during the the sort of verses we'll say if we call the very end like a sort of long chorus sure. um uh, the the drums have a lot of snare rolls because they do a lot of sort of buzz rolling on the drum or on the snare so there's a lot of lanes there's a lot of drum lanes in uh in this song. So if you want to get that, you know, there's a goal for getting a bunch of drum lanes. <laughs> yeah, this song, true. I think you play the song like four times. It might get it for you. <laughs> Cause yeah, there's, there's a lot in there. I still haven't played this song on drums. I'm a little bit afraid. Oh, it's so much fun. It's absolutely an absolute blast. Uh, so yeah, definitely look into that fantastic track. And like, you can't go wrong in any instrument. I don't feel, um, especially keys. Like, the the very ending on keys is a very complicated two hand part that we could not author on pro because it's too complicated. 
Yeah. But on five lane, we kept it as close as we could to every note uh, being authored, and it winds up being super crazy and a lot of fun. We pretty much do any everything we can on the five lane keys. So if you ever feel if you're playing one of our songs and you feel like maybe the pro keys is lacking, check out five lane because mistaken here loves to author everything he can. I author everything I can. <laughs> so yeah, right. look look at Nugget Man. It's a fantastic track. Um, today we're gonna we're gonna end on a track by uh, a band that one of our fellow coworkers is in. This is. Uh, this is a song called Act of War by Lich King. That was a taste of our buddy B West's band Lich King with their song "Act of War." Sound offense. Uh, what happened? Well, I, I, everything happened all at once. The universes were born and then destroyed in a hail of fire. Yes. Yeah. Just what? Do you, what? What would you say about that song? Sound that, that song is like the definition of a stamina drainer on almost every instrument maybe not vocals but drums just incredibly fast uh, beats and crazy double bass guitar strumming all over the place bass is strumming all over the place uh, it's 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 very fast just fast 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 it really does exemplify the thrash sound yeah th- thrash, i think that, that's the word yeah I th- at least i think you know it's it's very similar in fact to thrasher by evile yeah, I think it, in how fast the strumming is and how sort of insane all of the instruments really are. Um, I mean, there's there there are a lot of hopo chains on guitar here and there, but oh, yeah. a lot of the really hard stuff comes from the strumming because it's just, you know, balls to the wall, just punch you in the face. I'm writing a song by punching you in the face. That's what I do because I'm a thrash band. It's called Punch You in the Face. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a song called Punch You in the Face. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not just like, a, you know, strumming super fast on a single note either. It's just like your, your hand's going to be moving all over the place, but you still got to be strumming super fast. Yeah, definitely. It's very de- it's, it's a dexterity test in a lot of ways. You sort of have to be able to do that precisely and, uh, you know, make the switches when you have to and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you're looking for a tough song, this is really, really tough. This- the, drum, the drums on this are... I would say one like some of the hardest that you could find that doesn't just have a blast beat in it or something like that. Is this uh, uh, does this song have a double bass version? I do not know because if it does, it will be some of the fastest double bass I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, B West really really has some fast kicks in this song. It's it's pretty intense. I, I swear, like the just the one foot version, it's still faster than the double kicks on Indestructible by Disturbed. Where both yeah. feet were charted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's super, super fast. So if you're into that sort of thing, definitely look into it. Um, t- yeah, I mean, if you're just looking for a tough, tough song, this is for you, I think. This this will challenge you, and it will make you sweat. Yes, absolutely. Play this song if you don't want to go to the gym.
And that concludes another episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you would like to uh, listen to more episodes, you can subscribe to us in iTunes or just check out our back catalog there as well. Um, if you want to know more about Rhythm Authors, you can go to RhythmAuthors.com or you can follow us on Twitter at, at RhythmAuthors. And if you want to know more about the Rock Band Network, you can go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com. Uh, if you're interested in me or any of the stuff I do, you can uh, find me on YouTube at SoundDefenseRB. You can check out my random Twitter musings at at the sound defense, and you can also check out my various writings at cracked.com and nintendogal.com. And if you're interested in finding me on the internet, you can find my YouTube at mistaken or mistaken sh. You can follow me on Twitter at at mistaken, or you can listen to my original music at mistaken.bandcamp.com, and you can find my writings on the PMS Clan website and gamezone.com. So if you're looking for me, that's M Y S T A K I N Sound Defense. Another one in the bag. Uh, mostly in the bag. Check your recording to make sure that it's still going. Yes, yes, I'm still recording. Oh no, I stopped recording like 30 minutes ago. Oh no. no.